What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes, I am Alan Davis, and I am thrilled to death that you are with us today. We are live today, Tuesday, September the 26th, 2023, in New York City, in one of the studios of WMCA here in Manhattan with my wife, Sabrina, and Alex. A few blocks away from the bull and in the financial district near Wall Street. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as he is the only individual who can save a person. Talking about this in Acts chapter 4, Peter said this starting in verse 11, This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Another interesting Bible prophecy that I shared with you yesterday, or at least Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 43, another interesting, powerful Bible prophecy is the verse just prior to that. Let's read verse 43. And then we'll go back and read verse 42, and then we'll read both of these verses together. This is speaking about Babylon here. And verse 43 says, Her cities are a desolation, a dry land, and a wilderness, a land wherein no man dwelleth, neither doth any son of man pass thereby. If we skip back up to verse 42, it says this, The sea, the ocean, is come up upon Babylon. She is covered with the multitude of the waves thereof. Her cities are a desolation, a dry land, and a wilderness, a land wherein no man dwelleth, neither doth any son of man pass thereby. If we go back to Jeremiah chapter 50, notice this interesting statement in verse 46. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved, and the cry is heard among the nations. When Babylon is taken here in Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 46, the earth 
moves out of her place, and we can easily understand how in Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 42, the sea is come up upon Babylon as she is covered with the multitude of the waves thereof. We certainly are glad that you have tuned in today, and we certainly are not going to be able to stay on the air and preach the word of the living God without your generous help. Could you consider today going to our website, one of our two websites, one is bronxbbc.org, Scroll down and give us a donation there at PayPal. Or go to itsprophecytime.org. Scroll down and give us a generous donation today. We would appreciate that greatly. Our It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled, Six Facts About the Antichrist, Part 2. Loving the world and many antichrists precede the revealing of the antichrist. Speaking about this in John chapter 2, the apostle wrote this starting in verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children, it is... The last time. And as ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now there are many Antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. There are many names and or titles of the Antichrist in the Bible. Three of them are found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The man of sin, the son of perdition, and that wicked or that wicked one. That Antichrist shall be revealed in the future, as he will have many partners. And today we're going to be looking at four of those partners of the Antichrist. The first being the false prophet. There are many false prophets in the Bible, but there is only one false prophet. The false prophet. Speaking about this in 1 John chapter 4, the Bible, the word of the living God, says this in verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. For many 
false prophets are gone out into the world. So here we see a Bible verse talking about many false prophets. But we see the false prophet clearly connected with the Antichrist in three verses. The first being Revelation chapter 16, verse 13. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophets. So here in Revelation chapter 16, verse 13, we see a very close connection between the Antichrist or the beast and the false prophet. Number two, Revelation 19, 20. And the beast was taken at the battle of Armageddon when Jesus Christ returns, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And thirdly, Revelation 20, verse 10, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast, or the Antichrist, and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. The beast out of the earth in Revelation chapter 13, starting in verse 11, has been identified as the false prophet. And it says this, starting in verse 11, And I beheld another beast come up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake like a dragon. He looked as if he was a religious individual, but he spoke like the devil himself. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down out of heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. So here we have the false prophet being a very violent individual. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, as we're heading towards slavery, we're not moving away from it, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Herein is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the base, for it is the number of a man, or the number of man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six, or six, six, 
6. Another passage that we certainly need to understand, talking about the false prophet, is Matthew chapter 24. Here in this chapter, we see the placing of the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet in the holy place or the tribulation temple at the midpoint of the tribulation. And I want to pick up here in verse 21, and I want you to notice a couple of things here. Notice what it says here, for then shall be great tribulation. So here we have the placing of the abomination of desolation in the tribulation temple. And at that time, there's going to be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. In other words, there would no be, be nobody left on planet Earth. There would be no human person left unless he had cut these days down to 1,260 days. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then, then, if any man say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. So here we have the false prophet spoken about next, but here we see the Antichrist, an individual who claims to be God. He's claiming to be Jesus Christ. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So here we have the Antichrist claiming to be God, very closely connected to the false prophet. Number two, the Antichrist is also a partner and very closely associated with 10 EU nations out of the old Roman Empire. Talking about this in Daniel chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar had an image, his dream, the image of Nebuchadnezzar had 10 toes. And notice what the prophet said in verse 44. And in the days of these kings, talking about these ten toes, ten kings, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Daniel chapter 2 certainly needs to be compared to Daniel chapter 7. As we see in verse 24, these ten horns out of this fourth beast or the Roman Empire. And the second phase of the Roman Empire is these ten horns out of this kingdom, Daniel 7, 24, are ten kings that shall arise and another. Verse 8, verse 20, verse 24 talks about this other one. This is the one that has the mouth speaking great things. This is the one who has a body, and that body is given to the burning flame when the Son of Man comes in the clouds of heaven. And another shall arise after them, and he shall be diverse. He's different from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. Now, these ten toes of Daniel chapter 2, verse 44, 
And these ten horns of Daniel chapter 7, verse 24, are ten kings, and they are also found in Revelation 17, verse 17, and they are all in agreement. They agree and give their kingdom unto the beast. So these ten out of the old Roman Empire in Daniel 7, 24, are in agreement to give their kingdom unto the beast till the words of God shall be fulfilled. Number three, Satan and his demons. The Antichrist is very closely connected to the devil. Talking about this back in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, notice what Paul said starting in verse 8, And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. So here we see the Antichrist, or that wicked, or that wicked one, being closely connected to the devil as he is coming, he is coming after the working of Satan. And we have in Revelation 16, starting in verse 13, notice what it says. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. The beast... And Revelation 17 carries the Babylonian woman. And it says that this beast in Revelation 17, 8, ascends out of the bottomless pit, meaning that he is very closely connected to the devil and these demons of hell. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, the Bible says, Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So the devil certainly is at work today and certainly is working in and through Unsaved individuals, here it calls them the children of disobedience. And see, we, so we have seen today so far that the Antichrist is very closely connected to the false prophet. Ten EU nations out of the old Roman Empire. Satan himself, as he gives him power, he gives power to the beast in Revelation chapter 13. But he's also very closely connected to Babylon. He carries this Babylonian woman. And here we see in Isaiah chapter 47 that Babylon is spoken about as the lady of kingdoms. And it says in verse 6, I was wroth with my people. I have polluted mine inheritance and given them into thine hand. Thou didst show them no mercy. Upon the ancient thou hast very heavily laid thy yoke. 
And we see here in Isaiah 47 that desolation comes upon Babylon suddenly. Notice what it says here in verse 11. Therefore shall evil come upon thee, thou shalt not know from whence it ariseth. And mischief shall fall upon thee, thou shalt not be able to put it off. And desolation shall come upon thee suddenly, which thou shalt not know. So there is only one desolation, sudden destruction of Babylon in the Bible. And here we see Babylon spoken about as the lady of kingdoms that God gives his people into her hand as she shows them no mercy. That's Revelation chapter 12. That's Revelation chapter 11. So when the Gentiles take the city of Jerusalem, here in a parallel passage in Isaiah 47, it is the lady of kingdoms that breaks the covenant. The lady of kingdoms negotiates the treaty. The beast that carries Babylon here is the lady of kingdoms. It is the lady of kingdoms that is the head of NATO that all of these EU nations would gladly give their kingdom to as the United States is the head of NATO at this second. The beast carries her. It says, Revelation 17, 7, which hath the ten, ten horns. And this is the one that ascends out of the bottomless pit. And so today we looked at another fact about the Antichrist, that he has partners, the false prophet, the ten EU nations, Satan himself, and Babylon, which is spoken about in Isaiah 47 as the Lady of Kingdoms, Isaiah 13 as the Glory of Kingdoms. And all these statements about Babylon being a land in Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51, 27 times it says that. So yesterday we looked at the prosperity of the Antichrist. He's going to prosper until the indignation be accomplished, until the wrath of God is over. And over the next couple of days we're going to see three other points about the Antichrist. And so today, if you're uncertain about your eternal destination, the Lord is speaking to your heart at this moment. You're uncertain that if you die today that you would go to heaven, bow your head in, in prayer, praying something like this, Dear God, I am a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose again from the dead, and I accept you now as my personal Savior. We certainly are not going to be able to stay on the air and preach the Word without your generous help and donations. And uh, think about going over to our website, bronxbbc.org, and give us a donation today. We are just a small church, a minnow swimming among sharks. Or go to our itsprophecytime.org website, scroll down, look for our PayPal, and give us a donation there. We certainly are thrilled to death that you have been with us today. May God bless you and give you a good day. 
Thank you for listening to its prophecy time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to its prophecy time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York 10475. Here's the address again: its prophecy time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.